Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which the three of us, Lucy Bella Earl, James O'Neill and I, Luke Cupforth, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for the quick fire question round, which includes some of your questions from social media. Also, don't forget to follow us on Educating Josh on all socials, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Guys, how are you feeling about the podcast? Second week. Whoop, whoop. Good. Dancing. So, Lucy, last week you started the story off. So, could you tell us how your story performed on Twitter in the polls, please? Yep. So, I talked about the Edu Birdie scandal, and I asked everyone if they think that essay writing services should be illegal. And it was fairly even, leaning a bit more to agreeing with me with 56% yes. So, you just about managed to educate the average of the audience. Well done. James, how did your poll perform? My story was about the jokes that were made about Alfie Evans on Facebook. And my question was, should online dark humor jokes have real life consequences? And the majority of people said yes. About 60% of people said yes. Uh, and about 32% of people said no. But there were quite a few replies to this one, weren't there? Yeah, Katie had an interesting point saying that she thought that what had happened here was that he should have been fired, but only because he brought disrepute on the company. And so that's sort of an interesting alternative way of looking at it, which we didn't really spot last mm. time, did we? Okay, so my poll performed pretty well, actually, but not towards me. My question was, should schools hand out modesty ponchos to girls who don't cover up at prom? And actually, Josh educated our audience here, and also us. So well done, Josh. 6% yes, 92% no. Wow. Fantastic. That got the strongest response, definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, wow, 108 votes. 108 votes. That was the... Most people voted on that one. Yeah, it's um, really it's really, really nice seeing everyone's feedback and, and their comments and stuff. Floating Peer on Twitter said to us that in their country, they actually use public shaming to enforce rules. So that's sort of even worse than a modesty poncho, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the whole reason for a uniform, isn't it? So that everyone's equal, but it also has its own issues. And Lucy on Twitter said that she went to vote in our poll, meant to click no, and accidentally clicked yes. So if you want to accidentally give the wrong opinion, head over to our Twitter at EducatingJosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go on with the first story of the week. That is my story. Josh, this week the father of Meghan Markle will not be attending the royal wedding after he was caught online staging paparazzi shots. Thomas Markle was set to walk her down the aisle and was so determined to attend that he even checked himself out of hospital early following a heart attack. He said paparazzi had been hounding him for weeks, capturing unflattering photographs, and when he was approached by a photo agency and on the advice of Samantha Markle, who is Meghan Markle's half-sister, he agreed to stage some photos in an attempt to improve his reputation. But these photos were then sold around the world for hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
So my question to you, Josh, is should Thomas Markle be attending the royal wedding? 20 seconds, go. Um, Okay, wow. I I actually have been reading this story a little bit, so I do have some information. Um, But no, I I don't think he should. I think that's his daughter. I think it's one of the most publicised events um, in the world. So many people watch it. And uh, I don't think it's about him. I think it's about her and the kind of the scrutiny that she's under at the moment. And he should have understood that. Do you not think that exact scrutiny is why he did this? Well, I don't know what you mean by unflattering photos. Like, did he not think he looked buff enough? Like, (laughs) what's an unflattering? It's not about him. I think they were basically just trying to get the worst photos of him possible. And basically his response to this, which I think is fairly smart, actually, and at the advice of Samantha Markle was, well, if they're going to take awful photos of me and they're going to take photos of me, why not just stage some so the press have some there, they can use them, they can go away, leave me alone and let me live my life. But that's one not going to stop them. And I think, so, so some of the stuff that I've read is that one, um, the royal family did send over media advisors and kind of people that deal with that sort of thing to go and talk to them about the kind of publicity they're going to get, the kind of things that are going to happen with paparazzi. So he did have a helping hand. They were trying to support him. Um, and secondly, the photos that he staged were quite... They, they weren't nice towards the royals. They were making it seem like he was keeping out, that he was being kept out of the loop. It was a staged photo of him having to see his daughter through the videos that were getting posted online. So he was kind of looking at images of her longingly and it, they're just not nice photos that were staged. Okay, Lucy's nodding away. Lucy, come in on this. Yeah, I do agree. The photos weren't nice and I just feel like it's media exploitation of a really naive person Yeah. at the moment. He's all over the papers at, this, at the moment. This poor guy... And I think, actually, the sister's got a lot to answer for, or the half-sister. So you, so, sorry, so you think the pictures aren't nice of him, so he's, he's to blame for that, obviously, because he staged them. I really, <laughs> I really don't think that he came up with that concept all by himself. I think he's had some sort of bad advice. I, I completely agree. I think the sister has a big hand in this, and that she's been quite, um, quite enforcing with how this, this has gone. She's now doing interviews, she's talking publicly, whereas he's just issued an apology, I believe, has I mean, issued an apology. And she's releasing a book. And is now... Oh yeah, Lucy was telling us about this when we were preparing. So very recently she's changed her name to from Samantha Grant to Samantha Markle. And she's also released... Uh, she has a different family Okay, number, that's weird. Different mum or dad. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah half-sister. Half-sister. Half, and she's changed her name to Markle. Well... That's what's been in the press recently. Oh my god! Well, then, I mean, there's that. That's that's a very big pointer as to who's kind of trying to. Okay, but let's yeah. remember this is about Thomas. It's not about Samantha. Should <laughs> Thomas be going to the wedding? Because you've said yourself that it's not Thomas's fault. Maybe he was manipulated by the media. Should Thomas be going to the wedding? Well, first of all, I think it sounds like he's had a heart attack as well. So maybe he should be in hospital. Okay, well, that's his choice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I mean, I think that you know some of the stuff that I've read is that they're playing on this whole heart attack thing and stuff like that. any dad should want to be at their daughter's wedding if they can you know if it's a if it's not absolutely going to kill you any father you'd want them to fight to be at your wedding so i don't see that as a bonus i don't see that as a oh he's such a lovely man he wants to be at his daughter's wedding he should want to be there like that doesn't really sell it to me at james all. is looking very angry i'm not looking angry i'm just <laughs> i and i think a lot of people are like me and then they don't follow the royals at all and i'm really confused as to what's happening like we haven't broken this down enough. Does he want to go to the wedding? Does Megan want him at the wedding? What? Okay, so Megan he... hasn't actually said anything about it at the moment. Well, because well, well. I'm failing to see the link between these photos and the wedding. Megan I, has reportedly I... said that she's deeply ashamed of her father. That's just a report. But she also has issued a statement through the palace, which was saying she wants 
uh, respect and calm for her father at this difficult time. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like she's sort of a little bit both ways and a little bit sure on how to, unsure how to feel. But I don't, it doesn't sound like she's publicly angry at him. And they, ha- they haven't un- uninvited him to the wedding. Yeah. Right. So I think the problem is, is so that the photos t- are staged. Yes. And when they first came out, they pretended that they weren't. They pretended they were natural shots. Right, yeah, yeah. Then they found CCTV footage of him staging the, the photographs. And at, right. when they were first released, it was as if a paparazzi had snapped them in his natural environment, that he was in an internet cafe looking longingly at his daughter on that photos. That is weird, yeah. And mm. so that's my issue with it, is that he has staged it, and that is detrimental towards the image of the royals. Yeah. And it, this is the big, biggest wedding of the year. There's so much security around it. There's so many people wanting information. You know that he's been briefed. Their whole family's been briefed on, on what's going to happen, how it's going to be. And he staged a photograph that makes it look like they're keeping him out the loop. I completely agree with that. And that's not what I'm confused about. I'm confused as to why he's, has he chosen not to go to the wedding? So it sounds he, like yeah, he, he has, has chosen not, he to, has he chosen seemed, not to go to the wedding. He feels like he has brought shame on the family. He feels like he'll distract the media. Like if the media are looking at him all the time going, oh, there's that weird man who right. looks at his daughter in internet cafes. Like he feels like he'll, he'll distract from their big, lovely day. I'm just feeling like these are two really different things going on at the moon. Like, the staged photos is one thing and him not going to the wedding is another. I can't see how... No, it is connected because he's let her down. He's let her down. He's embarrassed her in front of the world. My overwhelming thought on this is this. Look, he is somebody who had this massive career in Hollywood, which we didn't speak about yet. He was a cinematographer in Hollywood. Massive, massive deal. Mm. If he was pushed into this sort of sad existence by the overwhelming media attention he's getting, I think he should be given some sympathy. Like, it's, it's a difficult time for him. He's like, imagine... Every like he opens his curtains in the morning. There's photographers there. He goes to the shops. There's photographers there. He's just trying to give the news and the media something so they just go away. And I think we should forgive him for but that. that, that I, I think the way that the dad has responded is correct. And from what I, I think the dad has, in response to what seems like a mistake that he's made, mm. has now responded in the correct way and pulled himself out. Um, I think if Megan wants him there, then she she should talk to him and he, he should go if she wants him there. And if they're able to forgive, then great. It's no one else's, it's no one else's choice as to whether that happens. But the sister, she seems to be a little bit more controversial and jumping on a bit of a bandwagon and a bit of a fame she seems yeah. to be stirring, thing. Stirring the pot, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that that is I think a weird the one. The sister's more of the issue, maybe not the dad. I mean, I think the dad is seventy something. Oh lord, he's quite old as well. So I think that not that that in any way. In summary, the yeah. man's old and the sister's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to let us know what you, I'm going to have to move on. I'm really sorry because we don't we run out of time. But if you'd like to let us know what you think, you can go to Educating Josh on Twitter and vote in our poll. Second story. James. Josh. Rita Ora has been shamed online for exploiting and stereotyping bisexuality in her new song, Girls. She's received some criticism on Twitter following the release of a new song, and some fellow LGBTQ plus musicians, such as Hayley Kiyoko, have argued the lyrics present a tone-deaf portrayal of same-sex relationships and support negative stereotypes associated with being bisexual. Mm. Uh, Some of the lyrics include, I'm 50-50, we got with the dude and red wine. I just want to kiss girls. Uh, she's responded by expressing her deep apologies to anyone who was hurt or offended by the way she expressed herself. And she stated that the song is an accurate account of a very real and honest experience in her life. My question is, do you think that the criticism Rita Ora has received is unwarranted? 20 seconds, Josh, go. 
Um, I think it's completely unwarranted. I think, and I think the the message that she's she's sent out, the apology is she didn't need to apologize. It's it's annoying that she's had to. Um, I just I just don't understand what she's done wrong. She's given an account of her experience. If she's 50 50, if if she needs to, if when she's drunk, that's when she likes girls. Then fine, that's her. What's wrong with it? I thought the whole point was people should be who they are. James, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> uh, I think we actually agree on this one. I mean, what have people been saying? What's the massive, like, what the kind of massive outcry is that she's presenting her experience of bisexuality kind of overlaps with the, with the stereotypes a bit. One of the lyrics is, uh, let's get with the dude referencing, uh, threesomes and that, you know, bisexual girls are just there to have threesomes with men, um, which is obviously not always true, but, uh, for, for Rita, I guess, I don't know, that might be. And that may be true, and that's maybe that, yeah. part yeah, of Rita's Josh is experience. Right. Yeah, that is that's her experience. Like she's she's not saying all bisexual people do this thing. She's saying I did this thing once, and I was singing about it. I get I get really confused with. The, I understand. Well, no, I don't. I get confused with stereotypes. Like stereotypes are a thing. They they, they exist, and I think sometimes when you fight them like this, it actually comes across worse than than just letting them be and embracing certain stereotypes. I, 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 I don't know. I get that some are racist, some are sexist, and, and it depends how you use it, I think. And I don't think... Rita Ora is in the public eye. Like, what person sat behind their keyboard thinks that she's gone out there to offend them? It's not. It's this whole case of, oh, oh, she slipped up there and not realised it. I want to publicly shame her. And I hate it. It's my, one of my biggest annoyances with the internet. It's got nothing to do with your, you defending your opinion on LGBTQ plus rights. It, that is you looking for someone slipping up and wanting to publicly shame them and have something to talk about because you're bored. And it really annoys me. I do think call out culture is a massive thing on Twitter at the moment. Be, you know, I'm scared. <laughs> because we're going to get called out by someone. Are we? I mean, we probably will. We're going to get called out already. Bring it on. Like, I don't... <laughs> no, that is not the official line of this podcast. I, Do not I, bring it on. Please, for the love of God, don't bring it on. she has done absolutely nothing wrong. And she doesn't owe anything to anyone or anything. I think she's been super active in how she's... She's an amazing woman, how successful she's been. And, and the, the image that she gives off. And, and like, she's, prof- she's so professional. Her career's been amazing. Her, and I just, I just think that jumping on that because you've noticed a slip up that someone's done is, is, is really frustrating. Like- Lucy. I just think that people are feeling protective and, de- and defensive of their sexual identity. But I don't see anything wrong with promoting or normalizing exploration and experimentation. I mean, that yeah. to me screams, this isn't taboo anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one I thing I'd like. Positive oh, thing. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One thing I'd like to get Josh's opinion on, though, is that one, admittedly, before I say this, it is probably just a complete coincidence. But one thing people are reading into this is that just before she released this song, she also came out as bisexual at the same time. Do you think there's anything in that? Do you think she's maybe because people are accusing her of using bisexuality to sort of get views or the LGBTQ well, movement what to if get views? Making, what if making this song is what's, you know, she's decided to go public with this song. It's been there for a while. Coming out's what's given her the strength because like you said, the lyrics are very revealing. So maybe it's allowed her to do that. In which case, great, aren't we four people coming out? And yeah, no, fantastic. I was just posing the question. And the last thing I was sort of wondering, if unless you've got something else you... you... I mean, I've got a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, go, 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 go for no, it. No, no, go for it. You okay, so the, the, what I was wondering is, do you think that people writing about sort of a marginalised community have a certain level of responsibility not to propagate a stereotype. I think one of the biggest pieces of criticism she's received online is the fact that because she's in the public eye, she maybe has a responsibility to present a broader representation of bisexuality rather than sticking to uh, one. I mean, her, exper- she's not, her, she's experience not- is, her, her experience is great, but hers does overlap a bit maybe with the stereotype. Great, but that's- I think people are just looking to maybe break down the stereotypes. I mean, but so then do it yourself. Do it with your own art. That's her art. That's her music. And she's talking about herself and, and, and her experiences. I, I, I don't think she has a responsibility at all to represent anything in any way that isn't representing herself. She's representing herself in that song. Also, the song has a powerhouse. Um, the song has so many amazingly talented women on it as well. And rather than this be what's... The, the main story about it, it should be three amazingly talented women coming together for a powerhouse song that's really cool and it's a good listen. I mean, it is a good song, but I think people might find it annoying when I'm not sure if all of the women on the track have come out as bisexual. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't think I think one up. of the other issues is, is that one of the women who was featured on the track has also been called out in the past for saying some really oh, yes. transphobic and quite queerphobic things in the past. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that 
people will find it irritating when girls kind of make out that they're bisexual or treat kind of kissing other girls as something that will make them seem more attractive. Um, I saw it happen a lot at university. It was something that girls did and now they, oh, no, no, completely not bisexual. And so I think maybe that's something that is fueling a bit of this. I think in a perfect world, in the future, anyone can say anything and it'll be okay. Um, But loads of these groups have gone through really hard times to get to where they are. But sometimes, and especially with Twitter and social media and all these platforms, I think they lose sight of the goal and the the legitimate goal at at its base level. And this is my opinion. Um, I don't want to say this for everyone, but the goal is for everyone to be able to be themselves and and be accepted. You just want to be able to be you and it be accepted. In which case, if that's what the song is about, then... I think I'm okay, great. Right. We're going to move on. Sorry, that. guys. Oh, well, you can let us damn. know what you think on Twitter. Please go vote in our poll. We'd love to hear from you for next week's episode. Last up, last story, Lucy. So the story is UK newsstands will sell porn passes to verify ages under new laws. The law will require websites to verify that users are over the age of 18 or face stiff penalties. <laughs> <laughs> for want of a better word, stiff penalties of up to a quarter of a million pounds. They are also looking to ban acts that are deemed by the government to be unconventional, like whipping and spanking that leaves a mark. The government has said that the industry will be responsible for creating the verification software. However, there are concerns about the implications for privacy under such a framework. The Telegraph has reported that the BBFC is suggesting something a bit more anonymous, like buying a porn pass, which is a 16-digit code from your local newsstand for £10. My question is, should access to pornography be controlled by governments? 20 seconds, Josh, go. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, I just don't agree with any government body having control over any medium. And just because porn's a bit taboo, I don't agree that that means it should be controlled by government. I completely agree with you. And it also really annoys me that you're not allowed to see certain things before you re- reach 18. But you're allowed to do them from the age of 16. Yeah, that's that's that really strange. That two-year window. That's the a good bit, point. The bit about your story, which actually kind of annoyed me even more, was was banning certain things as well, like whipping and stuff. Who what's decides wrong with that? I mean, if you're into whipping, then what's wrong with... Who's decide? Yeah, who Look, is deciding that? Child... Having sex with a child in reality, in real life, is illegal and child pornography is illegal. Absolutely. But why are we making certain things illegal online, but you can do them in real life? It just doesn't make any sense. No, I think it's another way of collecting more data. <laughs> they want people to sign up That's to a service where they get... Yeah, it's, it just seems like that to me. You know, it's... it's how, are they going to now, like, start tracking your code and what you're watching and... And where you well, bought it? I mean, I mean they, they, they already can already that. track you. And where so you live. Your and code like, doesn't help they, that. They can already see exactly I mean, they can already, what yeah, true. web pages you're looking true. at. Also, I have a great, page. great relationship with the guy that works at my newsstand. I don't want him to see me buying a porn pass. Hello, I'd like a spanking porn pass. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you pay extra for spanking? But, or, um, guys, that's guys, premium. Is, premium. <laughs> premium pass. To come back to the conversation away from spanking. Um, is this not about protecting children, though, really? Like, it's about, it's about, like... Do you gr- Great. disagree? That, that, that was my initial thought. Put well. bans on your internet, then that's down to the parent. Exactly. Like, it is know, up to the parent. You can restrict. I hate this idea that you can't restrict things on the internet. You absolutely can. You can you can control exactly what your child sees Only and has access to. Only to a certain extent. And if you're allowing your child to have a phone that is connected to the internet, then that's your decision. You need to be very aware of what exists out there. You can Google triple fisting and see... Videos immediately. You no, can. that's a thing. Also, that is a thing. children are, more, are intelligent enough to download a VPN. So, I guess, I guess, in a, in a sense, I am wrong in I that. Was- 
um, they can bypass their their parents' supervisions if they were clever enough and had the know-how, but they can also bypass what... There's going to be a way of getting around what the government are this doing. This is another really interesting one. I think this whole episode, I've disagreed with all three of you. Fascinating. <laughs> I, think we, I, I, I think this is fantastic. I think the idea of not letting underage children watch a lot of porn and get desensitized to pornography and objectify women every day of their entire life in the privacy of their bedroom is great. I think porn's disgusting. I mean, it's not just women. They're not just objectifying. On average, it's more women than men. I, I know loads of women that watch porn. I, I, in fact, I think in my circle of friends, the, the women that I know watch more, more yeah, porn than my guy I just, friends. I just think that porn of women objectifies more than porn of men. Lucy? Um, I don't really watch much porn, but um, <laughs> no, honestly, but I don't. You've think not got a porn pass, Lucy. That's it. That's oh. it. Um, but I don't think that it should be controlled. I think it needs to be down to the parents. I think mm. one thing that could be done is that companies that produce porn or show porn on on websites could work with uh, filtration softwares and yeah. softwares that protect children to make sure everything complies. Absolutely. What about introducing uh, porn websites that are a little bit softcore? Porn for children. Porn for children. Not, not Jesus. Not for children. Not for children. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just think that, I, I don't know. Like maybe there can be if you're worried about what your child's watching or. So hang on, is it now illegal to watch porn under the age of eighteen? Yes. Yes. You can't watch porn as a seventeen-year-old. Legally, no. Legally, you yeah. can't legally watch porn when you're seventeen. No. So what do you think about the government controlling certain acts on the internet? I think maybe there's. There's a few things that I, uh, are a little bit dangerous that, that happen that are completely legal that you can find. I think, um, I don't want to go into specifics, but I think some porn is maybe a little bit too far. But I don't think that then requires a license. I think maybe porn should be a little bit more regulated and monitored. And But if it's performed between consenting adults and it's not illegal because of the consent, then surely it's okay to show. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely disagree with what I just said. And interestingly, the... Um, <laughs> what, what, no, what? no, really, like, it's, yeah, if they're consenting to it, then that's that kind of negates my point entirely. One thing that me and James discovered earlier when we were Googling for another story is there's actually, there's a, um, there's a part of the LGBTQ plus lettering is LGBTQIAPK, and K means kink. And I didn't know this until today. And kink sort of covers... Is that genuine or is that like a joke? I'm no, that's... that. It's on a, well, it's on a sexual acceptance Twitter. I don't know whether it's oh genuine. Oh, my Lord. Um, it's on... Uh, yeah, it's on MTV. Oh, my Lord. It's on all sorts of places. And so they, this is a, a thing, Are actually, you marginalised? I'm, I'm sorry. There are some <laughs> friends. I have some friends who have some, in my opinion... Yeah, I have odd, a furry friend. Odd... Do you? you have, wow. You have a furry friend that's a furry. Wow. Mm. Um, God. And, and they... Don't feel accepted in it. They feel like a marginalised group, which is interesting. I mean, I've I personally don't understand it, but it's not that's not meaning I should think it should be banned. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, no, I, I don't think I agree. I don't think there should be a, a, a porn pass. Um, but I mean, I don't. I'm really flip flopping on this because then it's a law. If the law is you can't watch it till you're 18, and that's not happening, maybe there needs to be a way to regulate it. And if it is being regulated. They need a way to do that properly. The Telegraph suggestion is the best way without people collecting data and having to sign up to things and do it that way. So the Telegraph suggestion, I think, is the best suggestion. I think I, I agree with what they've suggested, at least. But it's a law. Whether I agree with the fact that it's... I'm doing a complete 180, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the law, which is the law, says the law. that you can't watch it under 18 
and that's not happening, then either the law needs to change or it needs to be regulated more. All right, fantastic. Well, that, that's a pretty good fight. Do you feel satisfied with that, Lucy? Oh, wait, no, you don't agree just, with you. You don't agree with him. You've, you've swapped. I've, I'm confused. <laughs> I've been kind of, I've been flipping flopping this whole time. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, I agree with you in that my initial thoughts on this was that it, it's just an easy way of stopping under 18 year olds from yeah, and getting if access that's, to porn, which is good. Yeah. I guess if that's the law, that's, a good, that, that's a good. Everyone but, needs to go out and buy this pass. But also, yes, that was. Seems that, like so, a pain. I'm just like, yeah. All right, well, we're going to round up, guys. It's time for the quick fire round. Josh, a Tesla driver who was involved in a car crash has said that she was in a self-driving mode but was looking at her phone. Should this be allowed? I thought you still had to monitor the road when in a... No. You do. Don't think that should be allowed. Yes. Okay. A member of parliament has expressed that gammon used to describe red-faced white old men is a racist term. No, it's a descriptive word that's used appropriately. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a boarding school has apologised after a group of boys blacked up and dressed up as slaves for their leaving photo. Oh I God. don't agree with that. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> and a couple whose neighbour complained about them walking around their home naked responded to the criticism by then appearing naked on a breakfast show. That is exactly what I do. Legends! (laughs) The good story of the week is that a cat has been named the most polite pet in the world after it was caught on camera climbing a bin to knock on somebody's front door using the little knocker on the door. Why is that polite? So cute. Because it's knocked. polite. It knocked on it's the door. It's not just meowing. It's oh, thing. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, you go, go, Kitty. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We have had a weird episode where most of you have agreed with Josh and I disagree with all of you. So I know. fantastic. It's been very strange. Isn't it? <laughs> I hope you all felt about that. I've really enjoyed this week, actually. I think there's some really good subjects in there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Educating Josh, where there'll be polls and content from each of today's topics. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd also love for you to send in more questions for next week's quick fire round. Go and subscribe and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh. Goodbye! Bye!